0: Jesus.
1: Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony And they did not love their lives to the death Welcome to By the Word of Their Testimony And here is your host, Etienne McClintock
2: Greetings and a warm welcome Thank you for tuning into the program today It's my delight to have your company Now in the studio I have some special guests to the program But these people are no strangers to 3ABN so we have Mr. and Mrs. Paul and Carly Kaczynski. Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Kuchansky.
3: Uh Paul and Carly's fine at end. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Well,
2: we'll, I just wanted to have the formalities <laughs> oh, out of well, the way that, first. That's
4: very kind of you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: But it's lovely to have you. Now, Carly, you've done some music that we play often for 3ABN Radio. And, of course, you've done some announcements. We use some some of your uh, your program uh, announcements towards the end of programs if we have a little bit of time mm. left because typically our programs work on either a half-hour or a full-hour program schedule. And, Paul, you spend at least a couple of years here mm. running the programming mm. and the, the 3ABN radio side, mm. and it's lovely to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. You've been away for almost a year. Yes. And when you left here, you were Mr. Paul Kaczanski single. Esquire, and uh, now engaged. you are Mr. <laughs> oh, you're engaged. That's right, and now you are Mr. Paul Kitchansley, married, yes, with a wife and a, a child soon on the way, soon on the way. But perhaps you can tell us what you guys are currently doing before we fill in those little blanks there.
3: Well, um, first of all, thank you for the invitation to to come and speak uh, on radio with you, Etienne It's a pleasure. Um, it's uh, it's been an interesting uh, time. We have. Been traveling and working Within the North New South Wales region Of Australia Mm. um, Over the last, say, what, six To seven months And it's been absolutely amazing Okay, so you've been
2: uh, Working in the Lord's Vineyard, so to speak Because I know there's been some uh, Church activity, you've been working with A gentleman who is Pastor Peter Watts That's right And he's done some mission outreach program Sharing the gospel um, In Coffs Harbour and also Mwoolumba, was Mwoolumba, it? Mwoolomba
3: and then also Raymond Terrace near Newcastle but we weren't part of that program
2: right okay mm. and Carly how have you been going with the travelling are you used to the travelling yourself
4: <laughs> yeah we're getting used to being in a caravan and moving around a bit
2: wow okay so mm. not being in a big home with all those conveniences takes probably <laughs> a little bit of adjustment I'd imagine true
4: yeah, that's right. You have to just get used to new people, new places, and but it, but it's exciting at the same time. Mm, mm, okay, mm. so
2: it's a transient lifestyle, sort of mm. Bedouin kind of stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of people um, that we meet uh, have have travelled in their more senior years and uh, travelled around Australia, but we met a lovely family in Moolenbar, North New South Wales, and about maybe 10 years ago, they were newly married, I think. Is that right, honey? They were newly married, and uh, they started traveling and working around Australia. And uh, he was a Tyler mm. and then they had their family, and they had children on the road, and they bought a big bus and reconverted it, and they were traveling and working around Australia, and they traveled around Australia at least three times, I think.
2: Is that right?
3: Um, Are so they still
2: doing that after they've 10 settled, years? They've
3: settled more down now. Okay.
2: Right, well you're not waiting until your retirement, you're actually now doing the travel around But is that going to continue, or is your life to change very shortly?
4: Well we're about to head up to Canamble, so out in sort of west, of, kind of near Dubbo I guess And okay. going to be working with a church plant up there um, with Sean Hepworth And just helping the church keep going and hopefully grow as well
2: Okay, well, that sounds very exciting Mm. to be part of a church plant up there. Now, will you still be living out of the caravan or are those going to be more permanent accommodations? More permanent residence (laughs) where
3: we're going to live in a home. And uh, so a bit more, I guess, predictable lifestyle. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But you've you've obviously
2: had some interesting uh, times over the last six or so months living oh, out of the caravan, definitely. and now just to have that time to settle down. Yes. Wow. So your your life sounds like one of adventure. It has been since you've left three ABN. That's what you've been doing basically. Definitely. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, praise the Lord. And I know that you've got a passion for the Lord and sharing the gospel and meeting mm, people, you know. Definitely. And telling people about the good news of salvation through Jesus because we know yes. that Jesus is coming soon. He's been mm, here yeah. once before and he said he will return. Yes. And uh, many people need to hear their good news so they are ready for his coming. And because we read in the Bible mm, there'll be some people who will not be ready, but everybody's got to have the opportunity to make their decision if definitely. they want to be ready
3: for Jesus to, to come. Definitely. And oftentimes, Eddie, it just takes an invitation. Mm. It just just takes a simple um question um that is gentle yet a direct question to them that people come to a decision. And and some of them are ready now. Some of them are ready to start thinking about Christianity. Mm. Some of them are just waiting to make that step, whatever that next step might be. Sure.
2: Absolutely. And we're all in a different, you know, time in our in our life journey and some mm. people are saying, uh bursting at the seams, almost ready, just waiting for that invitation. Other people need to just have the seeds sown so they can germinate and grow and they can think about it a little bit. That's right. But we can see time winding up slowly, but surely Mm. we can see things coming to a head. Mm. Well, that's really exciting. Well, dear listener, you are listening to the program By the Word of their Testimony, and we have Paul and Carly Kuchansky in the studio to share their testimony. So you're talking about sharing the gospel with other people. Now we're going to hear your story about how the gospel has impacted your life Mm -hmm. at some stage earlier on in your life as you were growing up. So perhaps, Carly, could we start with you and just maybe you can tell us a little bit about your background, where you were born, your family, the influences and so forth.
4: Okay. So I was born in Victoria, in Lilydale. Okay. And... We only lived there for a short time before moving to Western Australia because my father's a pastor.
2: Okay.
4: So we started that transient moving life. <laughs>
2: and they I said, a lot of pastors <laughs> do move around quite a bit. And yeah, I was a PK as well, a pastor's mm. kid. And we moved around a fair bit, and I guess that took me a while to get used to settling and living in the same place for more than three years. Mm. (laughs) Because we would sometimes move after a year, sometimes two years, sometimes three years. Mm. Okay. So from there, and then you moved from Victoria to?
4: Um, To Western Australia. (coughs) Okay. And then across to Papua New Guinea for six years. Wow. And then New Zealand for six years after that.
2: New Zealand as well. Yeah. So in, while you were in New Guinea, did you learn the local language, like pidgin English?
4: Uh, lick a lick, little bit. <laughs> Liklik, okay. <laughs>
2: and some of it's still with you now, is it?
4: Yeah, just some basic words like mm. kai kai food and, you kai-kai, know, okay. simple animal names and things. Right, okay. <laughs>
2: My wife actually was also, she heard that was also a pastor, and they moved and they were in New Guinea for three years. And mm. there's a few words she's even taught me, like if you want to close a door, you go pass some door. <laughs> and uh, come past time long up here I think which means come and spend time with me Or come here or mm-hmm. something to that effect mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's, interest, that's an interesting language And in New Zealand You spoke New Zealand for six years <laughs> Kiwi You spoke Kiwi <laughs> Yeah, I spent many years in New Zealand as well I think my mm-hmm. accent has it's slightly picked up the New Zealand mm-hmm. twang a little bit
3: Yeah mm. And Paul, how about you? Where were you born? I was born in Sydney, Australia And um, spent most of my time In Sydney until I moved out uh, to the Lake Macquarie area, Mm. uh, about an hour north of of Sydney,
5: Mm.
3: um, and have spent uh, about close to 10 years in in the Lake Macquarie area, not far from where the studios are at Morissette, New South Wales.
2: Right, okay. Mm. So perhaps we can talk a little bit about the influences. You were saying that you you were born into a Christian family. Your dad was a pastor, Mm. Carly. So the influences were all positive, or were there some influences outside of the house that may have had uh, influences that were contrary to the good influences your parents would like you to have had?
4: Yeah, we had a pretty positive childhood. Mm. Um, It was harder when we became teenagers and moved um, there were different struggles then and mm. we moved over to Sydney after New Zealand and just coming from a smaller community to a very big city, of course, yeah, it was it's quite an adjustment, very it? hard mm. and so there were all sorts of things mixed in. Um, my dad went through a bit of depression and I think that affected the family unit and so it sure. was kind of this... Yeah, we'd had a pretty, pretty good upbringing and mm. good Christian background, but then you get these other negative influences coming in that kind of upset the family. Even things like family worships, mm. you know, kind of stopped, and okay. and that that had a I think that had a big impact mm. on, on the family. Yeah.
2: And as far as schooling was concerned, or other family members, were they all, would you go to Christian schools that were all your family Christian, or, you know, cousins, or anybody like that, and friends?
4: Um, yeah, mostly Adventist connections with schooling and. Things like that. So I was pretty pretty sheltered in that okay. sense.
2: So quite wholesome and sheltered. And look but <laughs> some people sometimes use the word sheltered in a in a negative way. But I think it's very positive. And when I've spoken to people who've had that lifestyle, I actually admire it and wish that I'd had the same mm. in my life as well. How about you? Also a wholesome upbringing, a little bit sheltered or not quite?
3: Um, To summarise a lifestyle, a life in in a few words is is always tricky. Yes. Um, But mum and dad um, brought us up in a Christian home, um, went to just two schools uh, from grade one. Mm. I was homeschooled for the first kindergarten, but from grade one through to the end of high school. Just two two schools. So more stable than, I guess, Carly. Because they're not as transient. Um, not as transient. Mm. Um, I remember living in one house for most of my life. Um, That's very stable. Very stable. <laughs> um, and our neighbors on one side of the property, Um, were were there many years before we came and they're still currently there. Mum still lives in the same home that we were raised in. I remember brief snapshots when I was maybe four or five or that that kind of age um, of another house we lived in before we moved to our current location. So most Mm. of my growing up teenage years through to early adulthood was at that same place in Sydney. Um, Same church, church. Church family was like a second family mm. um, With a name like Kaczanski You may guess that I have European heritage And yes. Polish heritage okay. And back in the 60s Maybe 50s, 60s um, There was a lot of migration And a lot of families from Poland mm. From the, the um, countries around Poland Emigrated to Australia And there was a large community of Polish people A lot of which my mum and dad knew Okay and uh the pastor that was the church pastor at the time um both knew my mum and dad when they were single, and uh he even married my parents, so a lot of family and then his daughter was my general practitioner for a long while, so okay. a lot of positive family connections church connections, and very stable
5: mm.
2: okay, so although you weren't as transient, there was still that wholesome influences and a reasonably Protected life growing yeah. up, you know yeah. Not exposed to too many of the worldly influences And I guess your friends were also from a Christian background typically, Most yeah. of the time um, mm.
3: Through school there were, you know, school friends That that maybe didn't have the same kind of worldviews as, as my parents did Yes um, We grew up with no television And that was pretty radical Because mm. a lot of our friends were talking about the latest film They saw on television, etc., and I felt a bit out of the, out of the loop, out of sure, the circle.
2: because you can't participate in the conversation. I no yeah. idea who,
3: who they were talking about. Mm. So I kind of bluffed my way through. And looking back, I think that was one of the wisest things that my parents um, did for us. I've got a, an older brother mm. and a twin brother. And the three of us, we remember – I remember – one holidays we begged and begged, can we get a television So we borrowed a television set, a black and white television set. Okay. Now that shows my age. Yeah, no, that's going
2: back a few years.
3: Um, it's going back a few years. I don't
2: even know if you can buy them anymore.
3: No, you? they're probably worth <laughs> thousands of dollars. I don't know. That's a collector's
2: um, item, yeah. <laughs> probably.
3: But anyway, we, we watched television and we realized how our family changed. We were glued to this television set. Mm. People can be glued to their iPhones. People can be glued to their computer screens. Screens, yes. Um, whatever screen shape, size mm. that can be. And we just found our family not having as much fun outdoors, not interacting as much, just changed. Yes. Um, and, in fact, uh, Carly's cousin, um, one of Carly's cousins, has made a choice not to have a television set in the home for her family. Mm. Um. So that's what our family did, and we, um, you know, played outside and and did all sorts of fun things. So that made a big impact in, in my life as well. Sure. So, Christian influence, yes, mostly Christian influence. Um, and that was a good thing for mm.
2: me. And now I think communication, communication skill development can be severely impacted by being glued to screens. Mm. And uh, I was about eight before we got a television, and the dynamics do change. I do. And then what happens is, just before you know it, you're not having family dinners together. You know, not evening mm-hmm. meals. Mm-hmm. Quite often, you, if you do, you're sitting in front of the TV, scoffing your food, and there's a lot, a lot of talk. Everybody's watching the news or watching something it's else. It's subtle, isn't program. it, Yes, and the communication between the family breaks down. And mm-hmm. really, the, 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 the key principle of any relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. You take communication away, there's no, re- no relationship. So, yes. you know, you love each other, you care for each other, but the interaction and the interest in each other's lives diminishes because mm. you're just not having the communication. That's right. So, wow, that's a very good point to raise and something that, you know, dear listener, you might want to keep in mind and just reflect on your own life and see where the screen time actually has a bearing on relationships that yeah. you may have. Mm. Hmm. So, Carly, did you grow up with the television in your, in your family?
4: Um, I think because we lived in New Guinea, we didn't really watch a lot of television in my younger years, but then when we moved to New Zealand, Mm. I think we did get one into our home and yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think that actually started off um, some negative things because you watch programs like that seem innocent, you Mm. know, like The Simpsons or something, but (laughs) it has a lot of negative stuff that's... Ingrained in it that you don't you don't yeah, realise. That's right. Yeah,
2: and quite often these programs may start a fairly innocent. Before we know it, they do have a downward spiral. Mm. I think if you compare the Simpsons now to say what it was when they came out originally. I think some of the content is quite different. Mm. Uh, I haven't watched The Simpsons for many years, but there's times when I actually watched them and they were quite funny. But if I reflect on some of it now, especially now that I'm sort of considering more wholesome things from a spiritual perspective, there'd be things that I'd probably say wouldn't be mm. things that we could approve of and say that, that that's good. And the thing is, it might just, you know, it might be 90, 98% good or 99% good and 1% bad, but before you know it, it's. 95% good and 5% bad, then it deteriorates. And before you know it, you're watching other things that you wouldn't have because you are yeah. desensitized to it to a certain extent. So mm. yeah, got to, you've got to be careful. We're not saying television is wrong in itself because 3ABN is based around a television network. So,
3: <laughs> And just I guess the appeal is be, be discretionary in your, in your viewing, be discretionary in your listening. Mm. Um, do you approve of, of what you watch, what you see, what you read? Um, is it helping your life? Yeah, is it helping yeah. you to be a better person, to mm. make the world a better place?
2: Mm. Okay. Mm. Look, those, those are some good points. So, Carly, uh, if we consider your life you know, and your testimony, um, was there a time in your life where you can specifically say, this is the time I made a decision for the Lord and I gave my life to the Lord? Or was yours more a life of gradual progress with us, which just a natural mm-hmm. outflow of the decisions that you made?
4: yeah I think probably mine was more the gradual process mm. um, like I've always believed in God and known that God was mm, there beautiful. and and but the problem was I had a very intellectual knowledge of God, mm. so i knew I knew a lot about him, yes and I could answer all the Bible quiz questions and okay. things like that which but, is a testament <laughs> to your upbringing yes yeah, but mm. there wasn't for many years there wasn't a real friendship connection with god it was just i know Head that, yeah just know so i know about knowledge. him
5: mm, okay mm. yeah right
2: but uh, the 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 god that you knew of there was it something that was obviously someone that had would be interested in a personal relationship with you or you just that was just not really the concept but it's more about doctrine and more about i guess prophecy Mm. How did you see God at that time? Before, the, the, the obviously, was a shift at some stage. But before that, how did you see God?
4: Mm. I guess maybe, maybe a little more distant. But I knew that God cared for people. Mm. I always knew that. Okay. Um, but always, there was always that distance, and and I guess, yeah, like I, I just lacked that. Deep friendship that you can have with God and Mm. that connection in that in that sense.
2: Yeah. It's quite interesting, you know, if you look at the Bible and God has this covenant that He makes to save mankind where he says he'll put his laws in our minds, Mm. which is obviously the head knowledge, but he also says he'll write them on our hearts, which is the heart knowledge, you know, so the head Mm. and the heart, the thoughts. And the feelings come together, and that's what makes up the moral character. So it's interesting that you actually talk about that, that mm-hmm. at one stage it wasn't the same mm-hmm. connection. So what was it in your life that made that connection for you?
4: Well, the real change actually happened when I attended the Arise Bible College.
2: Okay. So what is Arise for those people who may not know what it is?
4: So Arise is a, it's a training school that you can attend in Kingscliff up in um, north New South Wales. Okay. And basically, you take off about three and a bit months and mm. just get trained on how to understand our doctrines as Adventists and also how to share your faith with others.
2: Okay. So it's a discipleship program, but it's mm. also one that gives you skills and abilities to know how to share what you've experienced yeah. with others. Mm. Okay, beautiful. Okay. And so at, at that particular school is when the connection came for you and and it flowed just from here from really from head into the heart
4: that's right because i realized that with all that i could do i always thought that if i was good enough Mm. you know god would accept me or love me okay so i had that kind of mentality i have to be good enough for god to Mm. love me you know to be accepted by him But I realized it's only through Christ's faithfulness that I can be saved and his righteousness Mm. And and having an actual friendship and spending time with him each day
2: Definitely, you know it reminds me of that text that the beloved disciple wrote in three epistles He also wrote the Gospel of John and wrote the Book of Revelation But in the first epistle and I think it is chapter 4 It says that we love God because he first loved us Mm. So that love of God is unconditional It's not because we're good Mm. I mean it even says that God demonstrated his agape love to us That while we were yet sinners While we were ungodly Christ died for us You know, And he died for his enemies It says also there in Romans chapter 5 and verse 10 So that was quite a a revelation When that heart knowledge set in To know Mm. that God loved you anyway Mm -hmm. And that he's able to transform and change your life It's not that you have to try and change your life Mm. So he can love you Which, of course, is very different. It's the horse and the cart in the right (laughs) position rather than having the cart in front of the horses. That's right. Mm. Okay. Paul, how about you? Mm. If you could answer the same question. Was your life one just of natural progression where it was just the natural right Mm. thing to do to make a decision for the Lord? Or there was something happened in your life, whether it be traumatic or just, you know, you heard a sermon once? Or what was it that changed your life?
3: Look, that's a very interesting question. There's a little book that uh, our listeners may be familiar with. It's called Steps to Christ. Mm, a and great book. A great little book, mm. 13 short chapters. Um, and in that book, um, I think it's that book, that it, the author mentions that our, our history may – when we look through our history, may, we may not find a point in our life where there's it's. a dramatic black-white switch. It's I a gradual it's process, six. Yeah. yeah. Where where it's more of a, as you say, a gradual process, mm. a gradual development, a a number of little decisions, small choices along the way that then course that the course is then set for a big decision to be made. So as as I mentioned, I was in brought up in a Christian home, mm. attended church um, weekly. That was a positive experience. Um, The church pastor was a very good biblical scholar. Mm. He now is no longer alive, but I was in my early teens um, or from, you know, junior to early teen to teenage years to young adulthood when he was the church pastor there. And I remember him being able to take a really big, big, thick book Read it overnight, and then be able to converse intelligently about the contents. And these, these were serious theological books and and discourses that he would he would read. And his sermons were always very interesting, and his sermons were always very challenging. And if I was to ask, you know, either Carly or, or you, Etienne, do you remember what you ate for dinner uh, seven and a half? Uh, months ago Or yes. even You know Ten years ago mm. uh, What you ate for breakfast On January 25 mm. I mean Maybe significant date For somebody So they may remember Sure But overall You don't You don't remember you
2: don't rem- I couldn't remember
3: So I can't remember um, A time when I didn't believe in God I grew up with the, the stories of the Bible I grew up with A knowledge that Jesus loved me mm. um, A knowledge that he's, that he's He's a God of love
5: Yeah
3: And um, as I was learning and looking at the different options, I came to a point mm. where I thought to myself, "Okay, um, is this true or is this not true?" Now, at our church, we ran a a Bible study lecture series on the Book of Revelation, oh. on the Book of Daniel, mm. and. It was very enlightening, and I would encourage our listeners if there's a a lecture series close by to where you live or even on the radio, take time to listen because it was fascinating. Yes I for the first time realized uh, and I guess there's a wow moment. this is a wow moment for me, and each of us have these wow moments that the Bible actually predicted to the year to the season to the to the time when Jesus would be anointed as the Messiah, Mm. would die, and the gospel would go to the world. Yes. And I thought, wow, I never knew this before. Incredible, yes. And that, I guess, when I look at it, was the first major aha or wow moment where I realized Mm. this is true. Now, as as simple and profound as that may be, it was when, I, if I really think about it, Eddie, and it, mm. it was. The stories of Jesus loved me, yeah, that's good. That's lovely. That's nice. And, and I believed it. Yes. But I remember as a, as a young teenage boy sitting it's there. It's irrefutable thinking,
2: proof, really, isn't it?
3: Irrefutable proof. Mm. I think to myself, is this chance? Is this coincidence? Or mm. is this truth? And then from that, I wasn't baptized the next day. Yes. But it was that, wow, I, I believe this. And then my journey continued. And then there was confirming. That was a little bit of an epiphany for you at that time. At that time. Yes. But I guess it just confirmed. It confirmed it more than anything. Otherwise, I could have said, uh, okay, well, I've been taught all of this. I know all of this. And I'm just choosing to walk away. I'm choosing to live my life how I want, on my terms, my way. See you later. Goodbye. Yes. However, I chose to stay with what I knew. Hmm, beautiful.
2: Now Paul I just said that it was chapter 6 but it's actually chapter 7 of Steps to Christ that you were referring to before. Okay. And I'll just read this. This is on page 57. It says a person may not be able to tell the exact time or place or trace all the chain of circumstances in the process of conversion but this does not prove him to be unconverted. And then Christ, she talks about Christ and Nicodemus talking mm-hmm. And talking about the wind blowing and so on mm-hmm. So that's what you were referring to if I, that's, don't, that's right Yeah. Yep. Well dear listener, you are with Etienne McClintock here On by the word of their testimony And my special guest in the studio Is Paul Kachansky and Carly Kachansky And we're just going to take a short break Please stay with us And we'll be right back after these messages
0: He desires all to be saved You're listening to the angelic sound of Carly Fletcher, just an average Australian woman who has chosen to use her musical talents to uplift her Lord and King, Jesus Christ. You matter to Him. You are His precious child. Won't you realise that you really matter to Him? Carly's debut album, Follow the Lamb, Features gentle acoustic guitar, piano, and voice, rich in harmonies and accompanied by various instruments. It's gonna be worth it in the end. To purchase a copy of Follow the Lamb, with all proceeds going to 3ABN Australia, contact us on 02 4973 3456 today. We will follow, follow.
2: Dear listener, welcome back You are listening to By the Word of Their Testimony And my special guest in the studio here Is Paul Kachansky and Carly Kachansky Mr. and Mrs. Kachansky And you've been married for almost a year now And there's good news on the way There's a baby in a roughly a few months Well, it's less than a few months It's a bit more like weeks now, isn't it? A month and a Came half down or something. to
3: weeks, uh, what? Eight weeks?
4: Six weeks? Uh, <laughs> something like that Seven. Something. Seven and Seven and a bit, yeah
2: so since, Paul, since you left here about a year ago, mm. less than a year ago now, your life has changed quite dramatically. You guys have been transient and you've been doing the Lord's work, traveling around, living in a caravan. Yes. And, of course, when baby arrives, your life will change dramatically yet again.
3: <laughs> more more homebound. You
2: are living a life of adventure. That is awesome. <laughs> but, dear listeners, just before the break, we were talking about how God impacts people's lives in different ways and how we are— Uh, Confronted Mm. in a positive way with the gospel, the good news of salvation But ultimately also that there's a God that knows the end from the beginning And because of his knowledge, he's able to prophesy through his prophets Things that are yet to take place And Paul, you were just talking about the impact of that Mm. And how they demonstrated irrefutably Mm. that there was a God For me, my life hasn't been the one of consistency that I hear from Carly and from Paul Mine's been one of a prodigal that's returned Mm -hmm. and sometimes lapsed and returned again. But the good news is regardless of your life, whether you are a Joseph that's faithful or a Daniel that's faithful or whether you are a prodigal son, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. God's grace is sufficient Mm -hmm. for you. Now, we are told in the book of Romans chapter 5 and verse 20 that where sin abounded, grace did not only abound, but much more abound. So we just want to encourage you with, with that message, that God loves you, his grace, and his love is sufficient for you wherever your circumstances may be at this moment, whether you've walked away from the Lord, whether you've never heard of the Lord before, and the first time you're hearing the gospel. So let's talk a little bit to you, Paul. Mm. And you are a professional person. Not only were you a professional person Mm. for radio, but you have a medical background of sorts. Perhaps Mm. you can tell us a little bit Mm. about that and how you got into that.
3: Sure. Um, As I was going through school, um, I thought to myself, okay, school's finishing, what do I do? And I was considering either doing something engineering Mm. or something in the medical field. And I've got an older brother and he was doing physiotherapy at the time he was studying And I thought, wow, that's interesting to learn about the human body, learn how it works, learn about health. Hmm. And so I chose to study pharmacy and uh, have been a pharmacist for many years now. Um, It's been an interesting journey because I realized that uh, a lot of people – use pharmaceutical products Mm. um, as an adjunct to their health. Yes. But more and more I'm realizing that there is a great responsibility and a great power Mm. in, uh, I guess, an old form of medicine, emerging form of medicine uh, to the forefront again, which is lifestyle medicine. Okay. What that means is using for a foundation of health Diet, lifestyle, thoughts, hmm. um, actions, what you choose to do, how you think, all of that has an impact on one's health. Okay. Not just what you swallow in a pill or put on a, in a cream, hmm. in that kind of way.
2: So you're talking about either you know having that barrier up the top of the cliff there so you don't fall off the cliff and have to have hmm. an ambulance down the bottom, which I guess pharmacy does, it treats people, and people need that. So we're not thought- knocking that in any sense, but- a lot of illnesses that people have can be prevented through lifestyle, through diet. And, of course, uh, diet has a lot of an effect on the mind and how the mind works, the, the mental chemistry. Definitely. And, of course, uh, we're even told that you know a lot of our thinking affects our health as well.
3: Absolutely. I see mm. people all the time that, um, that are surprised to know that there are things that they can do to change their life mm. um, for the better. Yes. to change to improve their health for the better.
2: And that's exciting to see. And the interesting thing is, I mean, I, I don't have your experience, but the interesting thing is that I've read uh, online and I've seen some programs is that now your, your genetics cannot simply be blamed for how you end up because you can actually switch on and off genes depending on your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That is remarkable, it isn't is, it? It is. Mm-hmm. So if you Definitely. have bad genes, they can be switched off. That's what they're telling me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah, there's a there's that saying that says that genetics loads the gun, but it's lifestyle that pulls the trigger.
2: I like that. Yeah, mm. yeah it's very graphic, but that explains <laughs> exactly how. Okay,
3: <laughs> and we have a choice. And we, and we have a choice, oftentimes, of how we live our life, what mm. we choose to do. Um, so that's been an interesting progression in my professional life. Yes, um, I still see a, a need for the judicious and wise use and appropriate use of medicines. Sure. Um, however. That is not the only answer. Mm. Oftentimes the real solution uh, could be somewhere else.
2: Especially long-term, solution, long-term
3: yeah. solutions. Long-term mm. solutions. And there are a number of studies that, that have shown improvements in person's overall health is, an, is a number of different factors, mm. um, including powerfully the things we've mentioned
2: Okay. So do you see a connection between, I guess, the gospel, which is now what you guys are involved with, and health?
3: Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Health, physical, mental, spiritual, social, emotional, they're all combined. Mm. To have overall wellness, you need to have all of those aspects right. Okay, And if one or more of those elements is less than what it could be, you don't have complete health. Mm. You may be eating all the right foods, but if you don't have a healthy emotional or healthy spiritual or um, other aspects of life, if you're just eating the right foods, but you don't have a good life, what's the point? Yes. Yes. So overall wellness, overall well-being is more than just what you eat or what you don't eat. Mm -hmm. That's right. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yes. Look, it reminds me of that text also written by the uh, Apostle John. And it's John chapter 10, verse 10, where it talks about the thief who comes to kill, steal, and and destroy. destroy. And then Jesus says, I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly And what you're talking about is that abundant life It takes in the whole being, whole being. So it's the mind, it's the spirit, it's the body mm. It's our thinking It's not what we put in our, in, our, in our mouths as well But all those have an mm. effect One on the other I mean if you start thinking negative thoughts You might be more prone to go towards comfort food And typically comfort foods are not your carrots And your broccoli, are they? <laughs> not often are they packets of chips <laughs> They're processed food They're high in salt and high in fat And high in sugar foods and that yeah. So, yeah, you can. these things are very important. God wants the whole being. He wants all of us, and he's willing to bless mm, all of us. Definitely. And we can learn how the body functions. Yeah. And I think, you know, the Bible is a good textbook to put us on the right track in regards to that as well. Definitely. And, of course, the second book that God uses is what we call nature. We can look at nature as well and learn mm. from that in regards to how our body functions. Definitely. Mm. So, Carly, you guys are now going to head over to the northwestern part. Of New South Wales, you're going to have a child to look after. But what exactly would you guys be doing up there once you're up there?
4: So once once we're up there, there's a small church plant there that they've started. So we'll basically be involved in helping the church run and grow.
2: So you'll be so the church leaders there in, in a sense.
4: Yeah. I guess okay. So. so
2: it's a pastoral role, in a way. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now I have to ask you about your career Because you are a musician You've written beautiful music As a matter of fact, those CDs are available here at 3ABN um, Perhaps I can ask you just a little about your motivation um, To write this music and your inspiration for it Because there's some beautiful, unique music Music that I, I have to say unique Because I don't think I've heard anybody write quite that style of music It's modern, it's uh, in- energizing, it's uplifting and it's got strong biblical um, lyrics to it. What, what uh, motivated you to, uh, to get down, go down that path?
4: A lot of the music that I write is based on my own personal experience, so hmm. things that have happened in my life or things that God is teaching me from the Bible. Okay. And it's a way that I can express myself um, and, and also hopefully to help others grow closer to Jesus mm. um, yeah so I mean there's songs about letting God be the captain of my life I not, love not that trying song. to like drive the ship myself mm. and mm. Um, and another one was about a friend who passed away and just looking at what the Bible actually says about when we die and trying to understand the hope that we have in Jesus and, and his second coming so yeah a lot of it's just through life experience and And also through what God teaches me on a daily basis from His Word.
2: Wow. Okay. So very similar to the inspiration that some of the old hymn writers had. You know, they they wrote about their life experiences and the impact that God had had in their life Mm. through the good Mm. and through the bad. Mm -hmm. And you're saying your inspiration is very much similar to that.
4: Yeah, that's right. Mm.
2: Okay. So at what age did you discover that you had this talent for music?
4: Well. My family is very musical, so growing okay. up in a musical family where dad plays about eight different instruments is and right? mum they both sing, so we grew up each playing a little instrument and doing mm. items. So, I well, pro- that's a definite yeah. advantage <laughs> growing up in a family like that. Yes. Yeah, it's a real blessing um, mm. to be able to learn to harmonise and and also, um, yeah, I probably started writing when I was a teenager. But I was, I was so shy that I, I might have shared one or two songs, but other than that, a lot of the songs I just kept to myself and didn't okay. really do much with them for many years. Mm.
2: So you're saying you were shy when you grew up?
4: Very Yeah, very shy. Okay. Um,
2: so was music a way of expressing yourself as well and, and communicating what was in, in your heart?
4: Definitely. Mm. Often when I was feeling upset or couldn't express myself, I'd go to the piano and just play and, you know, make up little songs on Mm. there to kind of as an outlet, I guess.
2: Yeah. Now, if I had to go and try and use that outlet, it wouldn't work very well for me because I don't have that (laughs) talent. But praise God for that talent and the ability to do that and express yourself in that way.
3: Um, I'm I'm, uh, so impressed with 3ABN because they not only have – the spoken word through preaching and, and testimonies and stories But they also have a, a radio channel, music channel mm. And they have songs on there and Yeah, that's many,
2: available 24 hours, 7 days a week We have a music channel definitely. Which you can find on the 3ABN app, your listener Or you can just go online and type in 3 australia.org.au And you can find it there There's a number of options there for radio
3: And f- for some people, they just resonate with music Mm. And um, Carly probably won't mind me sharing this When I heard a short sampler of Carly's music It really had a, a strong impact on my life Thinking, wow, this is deep music This is not just uh, fluffy kind of music This is well thought out, well uh, presented music That really touched my life mm. Really changed um, my view of who Carly was as a person
2: Okay, so this would have been this would have happened before there was even an engagement. I take Definitely. it. Definitely. <laughs> was this was this one of the catalysts to uh, to bring you guys together?
4: <laughs> yeah. So I was living out in Brewarrina, out in the bush, hmm. probably maybe like eight hours drive from Sydney. Wow. And um,
2: were you off the grid, so to speak, or oh, was it?
4: not quite off the grid? <laughs> okay, but that's almost. more Lightning
2: Ridge. <laughs> lightning Ridge. Okay. <laughs>
4: but yeah, and God convicted me to. To use the songs and make a CD, mm. and so it was through. Yeah, that's where Paul would have heard the sampler and um, okay. asked me to come in to talk on the radio.
2: So it was actually through an interview that you guys got to know each other a little bit better, mm. and of course mm. the rest is history now <laughs> between <because of> Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. <Kachansky>. That's it. <laughs> that's it Oh, that is that is really exciting, mm. and I understand that you have been doing some work on a second CD. That's perhaps exciting. you can tell us a little bit about yeah. that.
4: Yeah, we're current we've actually just finished recording on this past yeah, this past week. So very recent and we just really pray that the music will bless others and God's been opening many doors. The music is all coming together, so it should mm. be available in a couple months.
5: Okay,
2: beautiful. Now that one song you mentioned before, the Captain of what's it called? The Captain mm. of
4: it's just called The Captain.
2: It's just called The Captain. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering what the second part was. Oh, I couldn't remember what it was. Okay, <laughs> so I'm on the right track. Yeah. That is such a beautiful song. I'm just wondering if we could take a break now and listen to that song. It's, it's mm-hmm. such a privilege to have the, the author of the song mm-hmm. here. And I guess now we've got to say that God inspired that, that, uh, that authorship. Okay. And we're going to just play that song, dear listener. Uh, I hope it touches your heart as well because it's obviously something that came from your heart, Carly. And we're going to listen to that song and we'll be right back after this.
0: Super.
5: Ali,
2: that is such a beautiful song. I have to say that's probably one of my favorite gospel songs at the moment. The first time I heard that was about seven months ago, and someone had asked for permission to sing that song. I was over in America at 3ABN, and um, Rosemary, Rosemary uh, Malkovich sang that song at a, um, at a 3ABN gathering. And I thought, wow, that is so beautiful. And subsequent to that, I've heard us play the song here on three ABN as well. But perhaps you can just tell us a little bit about the words because they are so beautiful.
4: Yeah. So the song it just talks about, um, like it says, tossed to and fro by the storms of life. I was going my way, trying to do things my own way. Mm. Um, and then how I that that took me off course, <laughs> you know? Yes. Into rougher waters where you get you just get smashed by the world and by Mm. different things um and it's not until you learn to surrender and say yes lord you know please be the captain of my ship because he's the one that knows where he knows where the goal is where we're heading yes he knows what we need to go through whether it's through storms or through peaceful water and and he's always there with us no matter what happens he's always there
2: Mm, that is beautiful, and I guess, dear listener, whatever your background is, I know, for my own personal life, if I look back, those words have great relevance to my experience as well. And it's interesting that 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 song can relate to anybody's life wherever they may be at that time. And mm-hmm. it's a callback of the Lord through music for them to let the, let the Lord take over and be mm-hmm. the captain of their life. Definitely. Beautiful, yeah.
3: Paul, are you a singer? Um actually when Carly when Carly first uh, approached me to sing for for the album called Follow the Lamb I um I said look Carly I don't really do solos and uh, right um look sorry I do more choirs at the time I was singing at a local local choir hmm. um but I have I have repented of my of my ways and um Carly and I have done a number of music uh, concerts around Australia and also in New Zealand I don't okay. consider myself a gifted musician, hmm. um, and I don't think you need to be a gifted musician as long as you can hold a tune and sure. sing And you can harmonize well. as well. Harmonize. I think I've heard you harmonize in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're oh, yeah. a... I, I don't, don't class myself as a world-class singer, but I enjoy music, I appreciate music, and I certainly appreciate quality music. And being That's able true. to sing, and, and everyone can sing, um, even if it's... Uh, a short song, a small song, something they can just contribute mm-hmm. to to praising God because that's the ultimate aim of, yes. of singing.
2: Amen. So you just recently did a tour of New Zealand where you shared your music around some of the churches there. Yeah.
0: Mm, that's right. Wonderful.
2: And you, you were a prominent feature at this music concert as I'll well, a, singing as well? I
3: played a few pieces on guitar. It's always nice to have a bit of live music, and mm. uh, Carly did most of the singing, and I contributed a few times.
2: So with the second album, mm. are you in, in, any involved in any of the vocals? Yeah,
3: Carly uh, has, uh, <laughs> has written a number of songs, and uh, I can honestly say they are powerful songs. Mm. And uh, I've had the privilege of seeing the whole process. Um, and for those that, that don't know the process of putting a CD together, it's quite involved, mm. quite involved. And uh, there's hours and hours of work to put a CD together Um so and the
2: editing process we do here at radio is very small in comparison to putting a CD <laughs> together, no doubt, and a professional CD at that.
3: Oh, uh, look. And all
2: the u- music and the instruments and coordinating getting, all getting of Getting different and guests
3: and, mm. and different voices and, and you know, right, instruments and, and all of that. It's, it's a big process, but it's been an enjoyable process. And I can say that, um, praise God, um, we think that this is going to— Help many people in their spiritual journey So that's the ultimate aim
2: Well, you've done a good job Encouraging me, making me very curious I actually can't wait to hear this new album When it comes out And based on the first album I mean, that is a good endorsement
3: for it as well Um, Well, thank you Praise God God. And and, uh, for those that would like to find out more information Contact 3ABN Australia And they'll be able to put you in touch With how you can get it well,
2: we will be sharing our mm. contact details with them very shortly. Mm. So, please, if you're interested in hearing more about these albums, and we'll obviously make them available, people can purchase them from mm. us once mm. that is released. Uh, you're welcome to make contact with us now. We can even put you on our on our list, and then tell you when it's available. Mm. And no doubt, we will be um, broadcasting the music on on Three Radio. It'll
3: be a pleasure to to allow our listeners to to obtain uh, the CD for themselves, for a friend, for a family member, but also to listen. On the radio hmm. Okay Fantastic. Is that right honey Are we going to do that
4: Yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always talking As fade fait accompli But yeah. <laughs> Now thank you For that permission That's great <laughs> So you are now In the middle of Packing That's right And you are days away From leaving Is that That's correct right.
5: That's right
3: hmm. But never too far away From 3ABN um, Because You can get it Via satellite Via phone um, App um, Via the internet and via Vast system, via mm. Vast satellite system, which is nice. So, Okay, very nice. Now, yeah. Paul, off the mm.
2: first album, do you have a favorite song of that album? Have I just grabbed The Captain? Or is there another one that you uh, really mm, like as well?
3: Yeah, The captain. The Captain's quite a moving song. Mm. I, I enjoy that one. Um, I enjoy the title track, Follow the Lamb. Um, yes. When we've been doing concerts, uh, we often finish with that one. And it's such a positive song. Mm. It's such a encouraging song um, to follow the Lamb wherever He goes, and that one day our our Heavenly Father will call us to be with Him face to face, which is which is an amazing opportunity available to anybody, just yes. for the taking to accept our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into our lives. And it's a beautiful song. So um, yeah, that's. Probably a second favourite Or if not equal favourite <laughs> I always Beautiful, find it hard To yeah. answer favourite questions
2: mm. And and also the music And the instruments You've put together Have, have been mm. fascinating To me as well it's, it's, Sorry Paul You are going to say?
3: Yeah sorry the, the the same pianist And guitarist um, Have given their talents And time for the second album And they are both Very very talented musicians mm. um, Just to be able To put the music together In such a way That it's just very, very, listenable And um, yes, it is. giving praise to God
2: mm. no, I, I listen to it And I find the music very peaceful But mm. yes, it's got a very deep message to it mm. So it's not just about the lyrics being beautiful Which they are It's also the message that comes with the song I think mm. it's just the whole combination So I, I see it as inspired music that's, that's how I see it
3: On the back of the CD um, We came up with this little phrase Inspired by the Creator mm. And uh, it's for God's glory. The music is, is as you said, scripture-based and um, may it bring many people to a deeper understanding of Jesus.
2: I agree. Well, dear listener, I have special guests in the studio today. We are just about to take a break, but I want to thank Paul Kachansky and Carly Kachansky, who used to be Carly Fletcher. Fletcher. <laughs> yes, and on your album, I think it's still called Carly Fletcher, isn't it?
4: That's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who are now here They're just about to embark on a new journey A missionary journey Now going to the northwest To a town called Canamble Canamble So if you're ever in Canamble There's a little church there There's a little church building there as well So you can look them up You can meet them there on a Sabbath morning They will be at the church They are the new church leaders there It's a pastoral role And you're doing this part-time As you build Mm. up the church And you'll still be involved with your work as a pharmacist Is that correct? Yep Mm, yep. Wonderful. But you listener, let's just take a quick break here. We'll share our contact details with you, and we'll be right back after these messages.
1: Thank you for joining us on By the Word of Their Testimony. If you would like more information about today's program, or if you have any questions, please contact 3ABN Australia Radio by phoning nine73 three3456 Or you can send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. .au. You can also contact us on our 3ABN Australia Radio Facebook page. We look forward to hearing from you.
2: Dear listener, welcome back. In the studio we have special guests Paul and Carly Kaczynski and they've just been sharing about their life journey and also the music that God has inspired Carly to write. Now, Carly, uh, we were just talking during the break about some of the the, the Bible texts that has inspired you in your life, and you have a special text that you'd like to share with us.
4: Yeah, so this comes from Galatians 2 verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Hmm. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that Bible text was very life-changing for me mm. because I, I it helped me to realize that it's not what I can do for God, but it's about his faithfulness and claiming yes. his faithfulness in my life because mm. I am not faithful in any way. But I can say to God, God, I need your help in this area that I'm struggling in. I claim your faithfulness in this because You you are the overcomer. And Amen. So that yeah. is
2: beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Christ is the author of faith. Mm. And if it wasn't for Jesus authoring faith, we couldn't exercise faith. So thank God for that. And that's a beautiful text so we can be crucified with Christ. We can deny self. Nevertheless, we can live. Why? Because Christ lives in us. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you very much for that. Paul, in the few seconds we have remaining, do you have a text that you'd like to share?
3: The last verse of the Bible oh. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. So the verse yes. before that talks about. Um, Jesus says, I come quickly mm. And mm. what a day that will be when we see Jesus come in the clouds of glory To say, come home, my child mm. My son, my daughter Come and spend eternity with me together um, yeah, The study awesome. of,
2: the, of grace is a fascinating study in the Bible If you take yes. a concordance and you just look at all the times the word grace is used and the context of it is grace is the unmerited mm. favor of God, but grace is power. Grace is the outflowing of God's love for fallen mankind. I and mean, if man never sinned, grace would not be manifest. Mm. But because mm. of that, we can see the manifest love of God through his grace and his power. Mm. Well, Paul and Carly, thank you very much for making yourself available and coming to Ian. share your testimony. You. Mm. We pray that God will bless you in your new ministry and thank also you. your new chapter as now you go from two to three And ultimately the expression of two shall become one flesh Is Mm. when a baby through those two DNAs coming together You know through the genes Mm. And you have a a brand new baby born from the two Mm. Mm. So may God bless you May you bless your family And we look forward to the day which is not too far away we believe Mm. Thank you you. Dear listener thank you for joining us today May God bless you as well May his grace be sufficient for you For today and forever In Jesus name Amen